uh, a friend of mine had, uh, had 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 said, you know, they they'd take an afternoon and just we would we'd go for a drive and we just we just we just talk and had some coffee and just got it all out of my system and just had to uh, just 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 let it out really just for my own mental health and uh, and it really it it really it did wonders it really did. That's Red Deer singer-songwriter Ryan Carnduff talking about the simple act of kindness that birthed his song in the long run. My name is Von Beeker, and I'm your host for Song Stories. This episode is a little bit different because In the Long Run is a song that I got to collaborate with Ryan Carnduff on. You'll hear about the process of writing the song, but you'll also hear about the process of collaborating on a song at a distance and the many surprises that found us along the way. So I heard in the long run, it would have been like in December, you put it out. Is that right? December 2021? Yes, that's right. And it was on a whole collection of demos, right? That all came out yeah. together. Yeah, I put out an EP of like five demos. I'm curious as to like what, what was yeah. different about this collection of songs that made you want to put the title demo on them rather than just like releasing them as a regular collection like you'd done in the past? Um, I think, uh, for the most part, um, well, they, they were songs that I, I just finished working on, or there were, there were a number of songs over the last couple of years that I, I just haven't had a chance to do anything with. And I just, I just, I just wanted to record them basically and, 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 uh, just, just to get them out there really. So I didn't put a lot of time and energy into the recording process. Yeah. these ones was just record them and, and and put them out so was there anything like scary about letting letting that out into the world as as is kind of thing uh a little well <laughs> yeah maybe maybe a little bit just um i don't know well no because at, at, at this point i think it's just I, I i've stopped caring so much about what people think about what i'm putting out and, and just and just and just putting it out so for the sake of it. it sounds healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have probably I have, not. No, it sounds very healthy. I've envy I, I envy that for sure. And and actually like it was refreshing actually to see. I'm sure you're not the first person to it. Well, I know you're not the first person to have done that, but just like no. It was when I saw you do that, it was like this light bulb went off for me that was like, Oh yeah, we're expected to put out all this content all the time. And I'm writing all the time and like sharing stuff. And I know you share we'll share a song that's really fresh on like Instagram or something like that. Just a video of right. it on your phone. Yeah. Um, and I do that too, but like I've been shifting over the past year from this place of like reserving Spotify or Apple music or whatever as like this sacred shelf where only like the polished gems get, sh- get filed and everything else has to live somewhere else like beneath that. Right. Right. Yeah. So, no, that's, that's kind of been my, my thought process too until, until recently it was just like, screw it i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put it out there yeah and if people listen to it then great and if they don't well oh well yeah because i feel like like the power of the song is either there or it isn't to some extent right like Mm -hmm. and i know i've had i've uh, like artists i follow have put out stuff that have been like pretty crappy um sounding demos but i didn't really care because the songs were as a songwriter, like I got to the meat of the song still, right? The melody was there. The lyrics were there. Like it was, um, the meat of it was there. So I don't right. know. Yeah. 
It was the word demos, I will say, because I would never go up to an artist. I would never, I'd really, one of my goals this year was to like, I really wanted to collaborate with people. And you and I had talked about collaborating before. We have, yeah. And like kind of looking for a project to do. So it was like, as soon as I saw that word demos, it was like, okay, in Ryan's mind, these songs aren't finished for, for one reason or another. And it felt like, um, it felt very invitational to me to be like, I felt like I was allowed to approach you about those songs and ask, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever pick a song from your back catalog necessarily and be like, Hey, I like this song, but I think you could have done a better job on it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate you not doing that. Um, but that would have been fine too. Um, I would have respected your honesty. Uh, no, I, yeah. And I'm glad you, uh, you took it that way and you, and you, uh, you uh, approached me with it, and it's it, it was such an honor to finally get to to work with you on something. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I want to get into that more. Um, but I want to before we go there, like kind of production and where it went. Yeah. I kind of want to ask you just a little bit about the song. Like, I think I read a little bit in one of your posts, kind of what um, you wrote it about. Um, but maybe if you can reiterate that you'll do a much better job than I can remember what I read. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, we'll see. It was inspired by a conversation I had with a friend, a fellow musician in town um, during the pandemic when everything was closed down and I'd lost my job and I was dealing with uh, some personal family issues and just trying to wrap my head around everything. And I just felt like I was uh, like over my head and um, uh, a friend of mine had, uh, had had said, you know, they'd, they'd take an afternoon and just, we would we'd go for a drive and we just, we just, we just talk and had some coffee and just got it all out of my system and just had to uh, just, 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 just let it out really just for my own mental health and, uh, and it really, it, it really, it did wonders. It really did. Hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's basically where the, where the song came from. Now, like, what does that look like practically? Because I'm sure you didn't get up and sing, sing your friend this song in the, in the cafe. <laughs> oh, heck no. No, it came like, like months later I, I wrote okay. it. Um, yeah. It would have been. Oh geez, yeah. Months later, uh, was writing it. Um, it started uh, coming together on a bus ride, actually, to to my workplace hmm. uh, one morning, and I was just uh, I don't know. I was just listening to music, and then I started thinking about uh, lyrics, and I would jot things down on my phone, and then um, yeah. By the time I actually got to my work, I had uh like the two verses basically written and uh yeah it just it came together pretty quickly Uh, like a couple of days i had the whole song formed and yeah i had this romantic uh thought about how i miss bus rides hearing you talk about that (laughs) because we spend a lot of time on the bus um not for a long time now but but having those like down those moments of downtime and how they create this empty space for ideas to come. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know about you, like for me as a songwriter, it seems like so often that songs will come at just the most inopportune time. 
<laughs> when it's like always i don't have my guitar i'm not yeah. ready to so like you're you're on the bus you're getting this you can write write down the the lyrics of course pardon me but you're you're on this public bus and then you're going right into your workplace like were you able to capture any of the melody stuff or the sound of it then or how do you deal with that <laughs> do you go um, in the bathroom really quick well be, yeah well actually yeah that's probably um, what i would do that and and between <laughs> Um, once I got off the bus and the walk to, uh, my workplace, which is about a block and a half away, I would just, yeah, quietly do a, a voice memo recording of, 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 of a melody line. And, uh, and that would, uh, that would, that's kind of where it, where it started. Yeah. Are you, when you're writing stuff, are you kind of precious about it until, like I don't like to be around somebody when I'm writing just because I feel like the ideas are unformed or like I'm not, maybe it's cause I'm not confident in it yet till it's kind of at this stage that I can, I can write something and play it on Instagram like 20 minutes later, but mm -hmm. I don't want somebody in the room while I'm like, Oh no, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I have to be in the moment by myself and it, and I, and I can't, I can't work around other people really. Yeah. normally yeah it's such a funny dynamic it is weird yeah <laughs> you're you're so nervous and embarrassed about this thing that you're going to like very share soon with share everyone. with everyone yeah <laughs> very publicly. I, I know it's <laughs> it doesn't make any sense <laughs> um i'm really glad you shared that story about where the song came from because i we've all been in that place at some point over the last few years if not many times right and as you were telling that story i was just thinking about basically the power of like presence like the power of just being together with with somebody right and i imagine it's not like anything particular that your friend said to you as far as like sage advice that was like do this and you're going to feel better right no yeah. it was just it was just the act of of getting it off my chest and and sharing it with somebody yeah i think it was it was liberating in that in that respect and having them just there to receive that, right, too. And yeah, just having somebody to listen was uh, it, so helpful. It was just great. Now, sonically, this one to me stood out on, and it's actually funny, too, like hearing how much this was uh, related to driving because <laughs> in, in kind of both Genesis stories, there's, there's this long drive that happens, right? Um, for this song. And I've always thought of this song as kind of a driving song, actually. Um, it's always felt like, uh, like one of my favorite genres of music, I think I would say is like night, night driving music, like music that you could just put on and drive around in the dark and it just like takes you somewhere. Right. And this yeah. song was, was like that for me, like the first time I heard it. Um, was there anything conscious about that as you were like writing it or did that, is that something that maybe just kind of seeped through the experience into the the way the song formed no it wasn't it wasn't a conscious choice i think it just it just sort of uh sort of turned out that way yeah that's cool yeah tell me about the uh, the choice to make cuz if if people want to go back and i recommend that they do to listen to this whole demo ep you'll hear like a few different kind of sonic palettes throughout and this one is definitely is one of the ones with the most going on sonically, like there's synths and stuff that don't show up in the other tracks. So right. kind of where did that come from for you where you're, you're like, this has to have synths and drums and whatever. Honestly, it, it, it just, it felt, it just felt lacking when I was, I was, I was just playing it 
on my guitar and singing it, it just felt like it was missing elements to it. So I was just I was just trying to build something uh, just to give it a little a little bit more character, really. I mean, it works because I think you're right. I don't maybe lacking is not the right word, but it's like you're you're what's there lyrically is so um, it's kind of sparse and leaves like a lot of space in between, which yes. coming at it as a producer was super fun to work with because it's very invitational. Like it's like, here's, right. here's room to do other things. Right. And so that, much room. There were things I knew immediately that I really wanted to preserve. Like I didn't want to change the song. I wanted to add to it and not take away from like the heart, the kind of beating heart of what this song was. So I knew right away, like those synth lines, I didn't want those to disappear. If anything, I wanted them to be accentuated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure actually your garage band synth lines like with your with the original instruments still show up in our version of the song. Yeah, they're still there. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so question when when you said yeah, okay, were you nervous at that point or were you like <laughs> what were you, what were you thinking I might do to this thing? <laughs> Honestly, I I didn't know what to expect um cuz um just working with somebody remotely like this i've i've never i've never done it before yeah so that's the other the thing is people might not know is you're in red deer i'm in edmonton we're like an hour yeah. and a half away so we've only met in person once or twice um mm-hmm. and and never in the last couple of years including this whole project so that's yeah, true that's a whole other <laughs> whole yeah. other part yeah so it was, a, it was a it was a learning curve i think um yeah no i didn't i didn't really know what to expect going into it, how it was going to, how, how it was going to all come together, but, um, it did. <laughs> so when you started to hear stuff back and hear yeah. stuff that wasn't, you know, necessarily what was in your head initially when you sent it over, mm-hmm. um, what was that like for you? Well, I think, uh, once we heard the, uh, once we had the drum track from, from Brandon, yeah, I kind of felt like, uh, well, okay, we, this could we could we could do anything with this. This could go anywhere, and I was I was I was really I was really gung ho about it. Mm. To be honest, I was excited to see um, just the possibilities of of where the song was going to uh, take shape and 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 what it was going to turn into. So um, I was really excited. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, that moment, if for someone who's not a musician, I think when you're putting a song together and you get that like piece that locks everything together. And in this, in this song, for sure, the drums are a huge part of that. Yeah. Um, I was excited too to hear those drums and just think, oh yeah, this is going to work. I think. (laughs) Yeah. I did get nervous later when you would, would, you would keep sending me tracks and there was more stuff was being added to the tracks and it was getting to dense. the point where it was like a little bit of an overload kind of and thing. And we did end like, up pulling some stuff back out, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. I think we had to. Because, yeah, that's one of the things in production I find is like it's always for me a process of adding and adding because I always want to have a song evolve over time. But mm-hmm. what ends up happening is I, yeah, that's always my problem, Ryan, <laughs> with my own <laughs> stuff too, is I end up getting like so many ideas and it's like, oh, this could yeah. be this kind of song. Like, or we yeah, could do why this. don't we add this? And why don't we add this? And we could try this. Yeah. But yeah, it does. It's, uh, it, it can get a little, a little overcrowded. Yeah. That's that editing process of like picking from 
sometimes the terrible right. from the good, but usually it's like the good from the best, right? Like it's like any mm -hmm. of these things maybe could work, but they're all getting in each other's way. So, yeah. Okay. So I think one of the things that you had an idea of, uh, I think it was your idea was, um, the horns at the end. The horns. Yeah. 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 Tell me about that. Is that something that you heard kind of in your head from the very first time that you started recording this song that you would like to hear there or with the tempo, no, we, we made it a little faster. Is that when things started to come I in? I think or? once the, maybe when the tempo picked up a little bit, it just felt like, I don't know. And we were adding things and it just felt like never heard horn sections in one of my songs. That would have been a cool idea to throw some horn sec. Well, let's give it a shot. Let's just see what that sounds like. So, yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh crap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. But I, I, it, it came out sounding good. I, I think it sounds great. Yeah, I think we got there. So the horns are are not real horns. Um, no. Because real horns are, I've learned from experience, expensive. And that that's something I think I learned through this process too, is it's like, at some point I stopped. Um, we had some songs we were listening to for reference on those horns. Like I know you had mentioned uh, Kyoto from Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers. Right. And so I had pulled that up and was listening to those horns. And it's like, I kind of stopped. I've, I've tried to kick the habit of saying, how real can I get this to sound? And to try and move towards like, do I like the way this sound sounds? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever this sounds like, do I like it? <laughs> right. Because it's the only thing that matters, right? Like, who cares, really? I think we got there. Yeah. No, I think it sounds great. I learned it puts a, a lot. smile on my face every time. Yeah, yeah. Every time I listen to it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Now, talking about that, we talked a little bit about the tempo change. So that idea of like putting a smile on your face. I think you'd mentioned that like the song kind of became something new for you or you heard it in a different way. I did. I heard it in a completely different light. Um, and it felt like, um, like the initial, like my version of the song felt more like a somber um slightly melancholic kind of piece and then uh i don't know if it was just the tempo change or just all the the added instrumentation but it just it felt um warmer and brighter and it gave me like a, a sense of hope when i'd listened to it which i didn't have uh, initially and it just yeah it was a completely different mm. listening experience it's amazing to me, listening back to this, the way a song can shift just with subtle changes to arrangement or tempo or the instruments you include. But I promise you, if you go back and listen to Ryan's original version of In the Long Run, that hope is there. At least I can hear it. You'll find that on Ryan's Demos EP, along with all of his other music at ryancarnduff.bandcamp.com. You'll also find a lot of his music on Spotify or Apple Music, so please go and listen, support him. And if you really like what you hear, uh, go throw some money his way at ryancarnduff.bandcamp.com. You can support this show, Song Stories, by leaving a review wherever you listen. You'll find the show notes at songstories.ca. And just tell someone you think might like the show about it. That helps a lot. Uh, we'll see you again in a couple of weeks. But for now, here is the full song, In the Long Run, by Ryan Carnduff, featuring me, Von Beaker. Thank you.
things to say I haven't heard you say a word in days Have you grown tired of repeating all the self-defense 